Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Deputy Day Morning Show. I don't know where we're going to get into. Who knows where we're going to get into, but we're going to get into some stuff. We're going to have some fun. I, I, I really don't know where to go from there. So uh, sit back. Uh-oh. Yep. Hear those sirens? Yep. Y'all are all under arrest. Sit back. Good morning, everybody. We are finally doing it. You guys have asked. I said I was going to do it. I put it off, and I put it off, and I put it off. Well, here we are. We're getting this started. Um, I don't know how this is going to go. I want feedback. If you don't like it, tell me. If you do like it, tell me. If I could fix stuff, you guessed it, tell me. These are things that I want to work on so we can grow this, and that way people can hear my ugly voice. And plus, I've got a face for radio, so this will be perfect. Anytime they want on the morning drive to work, their morning getting ready for work, whatever it is, hopefully you put a smile on your face, get the day started off right. So, guys, we have finally made it, and it's all thanks to you. I could not do this without all of you all, so I appreciate all the support, all the love, and everything that comes with it. Ooh, excuse me. That being said, guys, let's get this started. A lot of times people ask, you know, about my job and how it is at home, if I'm the same person at home. Well, I am. I'm the same person I am. I am on the job, just a little bit different here and there. At work, you know, we're required to see the worst of things, the best of things, and deal with things that most people couldn't imagine having to deal with, and that's what we deal with. I don't come home with that on my shoulders, or I try not to come home with that weight on my shoulders, but sometimes it happens. Sometimes I come home not in the best of moods, and I need to work on that. My wife and I have recently started a thing where if we both handle a rough case, we let the other one know, hey, I'm going to be home, but I'm going to sit in the car and let this pressure and let this go before coming in the house. It really hit home to me the other day when I came home. Um, I had a bad day. Uh, There was, was a lot going on. And I got home. I came inside, and my son was so happy to see me. He was pumped. He was just ready to go, just jumping on me, loving on me and everything. And it, I didn't give him the attention he deserved. I sat there, and I was like, okay, cool. It's good to see you, too. Gave him a little pat. And I was like, I, I just wanted to get out of my work clothes. That's all I wanted to do. And I look back, and I go, he was so excited to see me. How could I have not given him the attention he deserved? And that's something that I need to work on. So that's stuff that my wife and I are working on. Sorry, guys, i got allergies, so if you can hear that, I, I'm sorry. But that's stuff that we realize we have to work on. You know, when I get home, I'm not a cop. I am a father, I'm a husband, and I'm me. I try to let all that other crap go. You know, other jobs, when you get done with your job, you come home and you've achieved something. You've finished it. You've got your task done and completed. Unfortunately, in law enforcement, there's a lot of times that tastes don't get completed. And some cases go on through their whole careers before they're ever solved, if they are ever solved. So that's one thing with this job that you have to get used to is you're going to have things that when you get home are still going to be on your mind and you want to figure things out. And that's something that you have to learn how to negotiate and navigate and, and deal with to know when you are home, you are home. You know, you're going to get calls from work, you're going to get this, but you've got to make time for your family. And that's something I'm working on, and I'll get better on, and a 
we'll talk about it as times go on. But, man, it's just crazy. It is. But, you know, it's part of it. But this world's getting crazy. This world is getting to the point that it's like, what's going on? You can't watch the media anymore because the media is going to just be negativity and look at this, look at that, this is sad, this is sad. There's no more positivity. And then I don't pay attention to it, and then people send me stuff, hey, check this out. And I look at it, I'm like, well, see, this is why I don't watch the news. I just, I don't. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, just the other day, someone brought up a story about a C-section that went that went bad. And I was like, what? What, what do you mean it went bad? So I start looking into it. So in Georgia, a family, Jessica Ross and Trayvon Taylor, uh, both in their early 20s, excited to have a new baby, excited to have the baby on the way, and man, it went wrong. It went south. It went bad. Real, real bad. So I started looking into it, and it, it, it it's mind-blowing. This is the stuff that we spread on the media now. It, it, it's sad. You know, so what happened was this baby had large shoulders, um, and the baby got stuck. So from what, I, what I'm looking into is the doctor used forceps and a vacuum to try to pull the baby out, and it's looking like they used too much pressure or too much force, whatever it is. I'm not a doctor. I don't know exactly, but I can tell you it, w it went bad, and it went bad quick. So, well, not really quick. I mean, it was 10 hours, but either way, man, it's awful. So in the process of trying to get this baby out, instead of doing a C-section, they continue to try to do it that way to the point where something goes wrong. So they determine it's time to make, we're, we've got to do a C-section. We've got to get this baby out. So according to the lawsuit, the baby's legs and torso were delivered through the C-section, an incision in the uterus, which we all know what that is. Miss Ross eventually received after making multiple requests to get the C-section. The baby's head was delivered vaginally, but the legs and torso were delivered through the C-section. Do what? How? What? So we're saying that you had decapitated this baby. Man. Mind-blowing. And they're saying if they did the C-section in the first place, this would have never happened. But, man, wild, wild. So the family's suing for gross negligence, gotcha, fraud, and intentionally infliction of emotional distress. So here's where we get the fraud and intentional infliction of emotional distress. According to the family, they weren't permitted to see the baby for a little while. So then the family begs to see the baby. They bring the baby in tightly, tightly wound in a blanket with the head propped and from what some are saying was super glue on. They explained that the baby had passed, but they had the baby so tightly wound that they couldn't do anything and they're only able to see the baby for a few minutes until they took their baby away. Um, well, I guess they didn't even give the baby. They just put the baby in view, tightly wrapped in a blanket, with its head propped in a manner that concealed the decapitation. What? What? But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't. It 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 doesn't stop there. According to the lawsuit, the family was 
asked to skip the funeral home, skip all that stuff. Let's just get the cremation done and you leave with your baby. What? I have a little insight in this because my wife works with the medical examiner's office, so I understand how this goes. But are you effing kidding me? That they go, hey, don't worry about protocol. Let's go ahead and just do this so we can hide what we did. Well, that didn't go over well. So the funeral home gets the baby days later and then says, uh, no, this isn't right. Gets a hold of the family and goes, did you know your baby was decapitated in this process? So the funeral home contacts the ME's office. The ME's office is like, this is not normal. Normally, they were, when you expire or something like this happens to the hospital, within minutes, you are contact the ME's contact or the coroner, depends on what state you're in. This took three days for them to contact the ME's office. Three freaking days. Absolutely wild. Wild. This family expecting to get a new baby that they're going to love, they're going to cherish, and they're going to hold. And then, holy crap, let's just say, hmm, let's decapitate the baby, cover the baby up, And let's not let's not tell the family. Let's not do anything. These let's not give them the chance to mourn or understand what happened because they're gonna have a lawsuit. And boy, you want to talk about a lawsuit? Now they got a lawsuit. That's a big ass lawsuit, and they deserve every penny of it. Mind blowing. Just absolutely mind blowing. It. How does this even? And this is the stuff that we get in the media on a regular basis now. Yeah, that's some. I mean, we really don't need to know. I mean, people in the area, people in the family, they should know. And then at the same time, let people know so that way this lawsuit goes through. But this is what's put in the media instead of just positive things. Put some negative, okay, fine. But negativity sells, and that's what they're going to do is they're going to do whatever sells. So, I mean, that goes in everything. Look at social media. You got people doing stuff on TikTok acting like NPCs because it gets you money. You have people doing these damn battles on TikTok, but all that really is doing is bringing them money because they make their money and they win these battles by you donating your hard-earned money. It's crazy. It's crazy. And to be honest, it's hard not to want to do it myself. I'm a cop. I don't make that kind of funds, but I can't do it internally. I just know I beat myself up and I can't do that. But, man, wild. Wild, 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 wild. But I mean, that's part of it, I guess. I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 people do anything to get anything that sells, and it kills, kills me. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and I'm gonna listen to this so I can see if this is coming out all right. Because I spoke for 11 minutes, and it's gonna suck if it didn't come out all right. So give me a second. Okay, guys, so it sounds like we're doing okay, but let's let's take a little listen here. She came in, uh, and she, in the process of trying to deliver this baby, pulled on the baby's head and neck so hard and manipulated them so hard that uh, the bones in the baby's skull, face, and neck were broken. According to the... Com- what the hell is going on? And then... 
Okay, that being said, let's 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 be done with that. That's that's awful. That is Ooh, that's rough. Man, that's rough. <laughs> How uh well yeah. Look look it up, guys. Look it up. It's crazy. I mean it's sad that that's what you're gonna find. You're gonna just find that on the internet. Like woohoo. Woo freaking who. Okay, moving on from that. Let's go to another sad story. The Maui wildfire. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, as of Saturday, it reached 93 on the death total, making it the deadliest U.S. fire and wildfire, that is, in more than a century. It's sad. It's a sad deal, and so, so many people have lost everything. Everything. I was seeing a lady that's trying to get her daughter and their dogs brought from there to her house in California just to get them away from everything and the price gouging is it, it, it's it's wild it's sad it's sad to see the devastation like this causes people to not say I'm going to help causes people to say you know what I'm going to price gouge you so that way I can make a make riches off everyone's despair I think it was like $80,000 to fly this family with their dog because big airlines aren't flying animals it was going to cost them $80,000. Crazy. Crazy times we're in that people would rather price gouge instead of helping. But that's just what we're what we're into, I guess. I don't know. Um, wow. Just, just crazy, crazy times we're in. There's no longer let's help each other out. Let's get stuff going. Let's do this. It's all can I get rich off of your sadness. I've worked giant tornadoes in my state. Um, I've been out there for days looking for bodies, looking for gas leaks, looking for anything. And the amount of people afterwards that want to price gouge on everything, people that get hell damage to their house, their house made it, they're going to charge outlandish amounts just to get it. Um, it. It's just sad. It's sad. It's crazy. So there is a tree there that in Hawaii – 150-year-old tree. It just hit its birthday. 150 years old. It's still standing while everything else is devastated around it. So let's hope it makes it. They're not sure if it's died from the heat and everything, but they do know it's still standing compared to everything around it, including buildings, are devastated. The tree just hit 150 years since it was planted, and how awesome is that? Let's hope this tree makes it, and it's the hope that these people need. Sad, sad times, people. Crazy, crazy times. But hopefully, 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 this is what they need to kind of say, you know what? We can rebuild. We can do this. Here in Oklahoma, with all the tornadoes and everything, it, 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 it does bring a lot of people together. You're going to have price gouging in a lot of areas no matter what, but to see that people work together is amazing. So hopefully this will bring a lot of people together. They'll work together, and they'll get through it. But, man, crazy. As far as this is the first one, guys, I know it's going to get better. I, the feedback's going to help me, so I'm trying to trying to figure this out, but we'll figure it out together. You know, I get a lot of times asking, you know, how you get into law enforcement and stuff like that. One thing I can tell you is just apply. If you're trying to get into law enforcement and you're not sure what to do, contact multiple agencies. See what they their requirements are to get into law enforcement and what they require for everything to push towards your, your goal. Um, 
read their mission statements. If you read their mission statements and you agree with their mission statements, use that in your interview. Interviews really is what gets a lot of people out. They're going to ask you questions like, well, what made you want to get into law enforcement? They're not looking for what you think they're looking for. They're not looking for you to say, well, I want to protect and serve my community in any way that I can. I want to do the best I can for all my people, but I want to help the community very foremost. Don't, don't say that. Say the truth. Whatever the truth is. Man, I watched this badass video, man. This guy, he, re he repelled from a helicopter, and he's on SWAT team and went in there. If that's how, if that's what you want, say it. I mean, if you got into it because you witnessed domestic violence or sexual assault growing up and you want to make sure nobody else deals with that, bam, say it. <coughs> Be honest, 100% honest. Do that. You know, get that interview completed. The interview, like I said, gets the majority of people out. Another thing that stops people from getting into it is they get stuck on one job. If you know a city or a town that you're like, I want to get on this agency, this is the only place I want to work, but they won't hire you, look around. Look at the sheriff's office. Look at another agency in a different county. Look at other places just to get your foot in the door, and then maybe you might find that you never want to go to that other agency that you thought you wanted to be on. You might realize, this agency I'm on right now is amazing. Or you might realize, I need to get out of this agency. You never know. But, you know, just keep looking. If you have any other questions about it, let me know, and we'll, we'll try to help you out in any way I can. Um, another thing we get a lot of the time is, when you're in rural, 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 rural America, such as I am, we have a lot of downtime. We still patrol. We still do stuff. We still go around. But people think that we have this unlimited budget, which we don't. There's a lot of time that we are scratching by to make our gas payments. So we'll go cruise around for a while, and then we'll go sit somewhere for a while that's, you know, in an area that we get high crime or an area that we know that there are certain dirt bags, which we all know are dirt bags. And we know where they're at, so that's the area we're going to go sit. So that way they know, hey, you do something stupid, I'm close, and I will get you. So there are a lot of downtimes. I get a lot of hate on everyone saying, oh, you're doing TikTok. You should be doing this, should be doing that. Until you work this job, I don't think you have the right to tell me what I can do. You know, I get big agency cops. that They're like, oh, you're worthless, you're this. It's all right, guy. You, you, you keep doing to you, it's all right. No matter what, you're going to get hate. You do you, I'll do me. We all enforce the law different. I understand you're Billy Badass and you can do everything, but you also have 15 dudes to come back you up, and I'm lucky to have one. So keep doing you. But it kills me. It brings me to the point that so many people, instead of watching stuff they want to watch, they would rather sit there and get angry at something. Guys, if you're at the point where you're getting angry at a video, swipe. Watch something different. Go do something. Take a break. Get away from that negative stimuli because it's going to bring you down. Life's a mindset. If you stay in that negative mindset, you're going to stay negative. If you bring yourself around to a positive mindset, you're going to be positive. It kills me how many people would rather live with that negativity. Boy, I'm weak. Allergies for the birds. I don't know if that's going to be true. If so, sorry. Damn asthma. And I'm allergic to spiders. That really sucks. But that being said, guys, find things you enjoy. Get rid of the negativity. Don't be that guy that's like, nah, this, this guy, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to tell him how bad I don't like him, and I'm just going to keep saying how much I don't like him. I don't like you, guy. I don't like you at all. Don't be that guy. Be the guy that is like, you know what? I don't like this dude or this chick at all. I'm going to scroll on without saying anything negative. It's not worth it. 
it's it's crazy how people get stuck in these mindsets. It's crazy. You know, you got to be in a good mindset. You know, my wife and I, we both work in the same kind of career field where we see some of the worst stuff. She sees things that I can't even imagine. She deals with smells I can't even imagine. So we have to have someone to rely on. I rely on her. She relies on me. It's good to have someone to stress or vent to. Get rid of that. Get it off your shoulders or this stuff will eat you alive. It's crazy. And it builds your relationship. So if you have a spouse you can't talk to, if you have a spouse that's not in this kind of career field, don't don't go bringing it to them because that's going to tear them up every day. That's your job. But it works out for us. It's amazing. I love it. Fantastic. Um, so I think this is a good start um, to this podcast. We'll see if this is good, what kind of stuff I can fix and stuff. You guys let me know. I know I've said that like eight times, but that's the only way I'm going to get better. So we're going to bring up some uh, – I figure maybe we can do a childhood memory of baby Dane growing up. So, growing up in a rich part of town, we were extremely poor. My family worked really hard to put me in a good school district, put my brother in a good school district, but we had no money, zero money. They did the best they could. They both worked hard just so we could live, but my mom found ways to get around. My mom was known as the coupon queen of our area. She even taught the lady that was on Oprah, but the lady on Oprah will tell you she's self-taught. I can tell you she's not. I was there when my mom was teaching her. I had to sit there and go to the grocery stores. And it sucked as a kid with your mom doing groceries because you were there for hours. One of the ways she got groceries, though, was those damn recycle bins. If anybody remembers those recycle bins or had those recycle bins, that's how she got a lot of them. It'd be late at night. And we would jump in my dad's van. My brother and I would jump out, go grab coupons out of these recycle bins in the dark, like we're doing something shady. Then it looks shadier. But the best thing about it was we're in a rich area, going to people's recycle bins and getting newspapers out to get coupons. But my dad had this giant step van, like what a hostess van is, but it looked more like it was rusted and it was creepy. And it was loud, loud. The exhaust had rusted through. So this whole time, my brother and I are trying to be sneaky because we're in school. We go to school with a lot of these kids. How embarrassing it is they come out and they see us out there digging through their trash like some damn raccoon. I'm over here digging through like, hey, you guys got any coupons in there? Oh, my God, you got any coupons? I'm going to get those coupons. <laughs> I got any coupons. And then we run back to the van like we have found gold. We're like, ha ha, did you guys see that dollar off that Colgate toothpaste? That's going to be nice. <laughs> we would do this, but then we're trying to be sneaky, and then here's my dad's van. <laughs> loud. Super loud. You can't sneak up on people like that. I can't be a little ninja running from house to house with a van that you can hear eight blocks away. You can't do it. But that is how it is. That's what we did to get coupons for a long time. Then my mom made friends with the newspaper dude, gave him a bunch of free groceries, and he gave us a bunch of extra papers every Sunday. And that's, uh, that's a little tidbit on my life. It, it, it's just, it's man, good stuff. Guys, if you have any like good videos or anything like that, let me know. Some positivity. I don't know if you guys have seen this Oliver Anthony. He's a new artist coming up. He has a song, Rich Men North of Richmond. Man, awesome song. Check it out. It's, it's worth listening to. Um, it, it's about a, just being a good working man. That's all it is. Or woman that don't nowadays you can identify as whatever you want. It's 
about being a good working broomstick. You know, you just you just go out there and be the best broomstick you can, or kitty that put poops in the kitty litter box. Whatever you're into, guys, just just try to be the best you can. Be the best you can for other people. And don't be a dick. There's so many dicks in this world. We need to stop to get rid of these dicks. Well, not really that way, because, I mean, there's already people getting rid of these dicks, and now we're less dicks, because now everyone wants to be at the other thing, so it's not there. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be a jerk. Just don't be. It's not worth it. Too too much positivity in this world to sit there and be a jerk to other people. Guys, I think this is a good – we're about 25 minutes in. I think this is going to be the first one. These are going to get longer. They're going to get better, and we'll figure this out. I appreciate all y'all pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, because – I keep saying I'm going to do it, and I keep putting it off, and, well, here we are. I'm building a new office that's going to have some more sound dampening, so there's not going to be so much echoing, so that new office will be well-suited for this. Again, appreciate all y'all. Let's make uh, let's make today a good one. I love all y'all. I couldn't do it without y'all. Everybody, please stay safe. Let's make it a good day.